0: Matthew McConaughey flirts with the idea of becoming the governor of Texas because he believes that the state is not all right, all right, all right. Steam loses its lawsuit when it contests a patent for the creators of the scuff controller, losing $4 million, and the youngest member of the GNA crew finally plays a video game worth talking about. We'll cover all that and more in tonight's show. I'm your host, Blue Shark 45 salutations and welcome ladies and gentlemen to another episode of the GNA podcast i'm your host blue shark 45 and once again cecil is not here to keep me down we're going to talk nothing but politics on tonight's show it's going to be a completely politics show because no one has Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Apparently, Cecil still has control over my mic mute, so I'm not actually going to be able to talk about politics. Damn you, Cecil. Damn you. Also, what's the number for the FBI? Because I'm pretty sure that's hacking. Is that hacking? Damok, Damoc? is that hacking? Yeah,
1: that's definitely hacking, dude. I knew he was going to fucking do dumb shit like that, and
0: now he's crossed state lines, man. He's screwed. Oh, yes. He is very screwed. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you heard him. The one, the only, the lovely man. That is Daymok. How are you doing tonight, bud? Oh, not too bad. How about you? I am doing lovely, sir. Thank you for asking. Well, let's go ahead and get into the more important topic of this is GNA Podcast. Games, nerds, and alcohols, where we talk about stuff and we drink. So let's talk about what we're partaking in tonight. Damoc, what are you enjoying this evening?
1: Oh, uh, I have this lovely can with me. Oh, how many ounces is this fucking thing? I don't even know. It's a big one, though. Uh, This wonderful 100% natural Arizona green tea. uh, I don't drink during the week, and we changed the podcast to do during the week. So green tea, baby. How about you, Blue? Are you drinking anything?
0: Well, now you make me feel like an alcoholic. I <laughs> no, mean, oh man, no! And you—you <laughs> you just gave away the big, you know, the big hint, the big lie, the behind-the-scenes, folks. You're not supposed to think that we record this show on anything other than a weekday. Well, weekend, yeah, weekend. But yes, I am drinking tonight. I'm enjoying a lovely glass of City Gate Peanut Butter Whiskey. Uh, City Gates uh, Distillery here in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. No, technically, no, St. Augustine, Florida. Uh, It's a, this lovely peanut butter whiskey has a wonderful aroma of roasted peanuts. Uh, If you've ever had uh, the more commonly known uh, Screwball, which is, uh, I'd have to say, that's probably the more well-known peanut butter whiskey. You go to a bar, it's probably, probably what they got on the shelf. But this is a lot better, if you ask me. It's not as sweet as Screwball is. But it's still sweet enough. It's uh, 60 proof. So it's not real heavy on the alcohol. uh, But it has a lovely, lovely peanut butter taste that's very forward. But then it kind of finishes with a little bit of a chocolate and uh, a little slight hint of coffee
1: so wait say the brand of that again because now i gotta look into
0: it city gate it's a saint augustine uh distiller but this is really great um it's great i'm serving it with uh ice i don't have my big one inch uh ice cubes instead i've got what comes out of the ice machine so they're melting kind of fast it was watering down just a little too much for my liking but it's good cold and it's good just as is with a little bit of ice or straight up if you'd like uh it's not very powerful it doesn't have burn to it so if you're one of those people who's like i don't like liquor because it burns too much i would suggest this it's very mellow it's a great mixer you know and uh it doesn't taste, if you're not a huge fan of sugar, it's not very sugary as well.
1: That sounds really, really good. I've never had a peanut butter whiskey and I love peanut butter and almost all things peanut butter. So now I'm going to be hunting for a peanut butter whiskey.
0: Yeah, I, I suggest this one because uh, you get more than just the peanut butter. You get the peanut butter and the chocolate and there's like a, a little hint of like a coffee bean in there. It's very, very light in the notes. It's more, um, it's, you can taste the vanilla way before you can even, like, it's just, I feel like it's a slight hint to it. Uh, and then the other one, Screwball, is very peanut buttery, but it's it's a lot sweeter in taste and I think it's... I want to say that's 80 proof, so it's a little bit higher. But it's very smooth, and I have drinking it as is. You can stick it in the freezer. You can have it, you know, room temperature. You don't need ice. I'd say it's almost, uh, well, scratch that. I'd say that screwball is smoother than bullet bourbon, but only because it's, uh, you know, you, the peanut butter probably cuts down on Bullet's bite. pretty smooth, though. Yes, it is. But I I mean, it's a flavored whiskey, so that just makes it even just smoother, smooth like butter, like non-crunchy peanut butter. No, that sounds
1: really, really good. Um, I'm a little jealous that I'm not drinking right now, but I'm trying to get like you, Blue, like shit. You got so big, man. Like, look at those fucking guns. You don't even have sleeves on your shirt anymore. They're just gone. Your guns got so fucking big, you just uh, the sleeves just had to fucking go. I'm trying that, to get like you, man, so I don't drink during the week no more.
0: Uh, that's good for you, man. Yeah, today, uh, today they're a little they're a little swollen because today was uh, today was a lot of arm work. Uh, we did we did a bunch of curling and then we did a bunch of running, which I'm not a fan of running, but I survived. But this isn't the CrossFit podcast, and you guys hate when I talk about CrossFit, or do you? You never write in. You never tell me. You never tell me anything. But anyway, let's move into our state of games. So I am obligated by some form of some contract or something. I don't know. Uh, My lawyers tell me that I have to do this. Uh, State of games is where we talk about what we've been playing for the week, or we pontificate on what we think the state of games is. That's what I'm obligated to say per my contract. So, Damok, what is your state of games? I feel like I'm going to let
1: everybody down. I've had a crazy work week and I haven't fired up anything. I've actually been watching movies and TV shows and fucking off and not playing anything because I'm waiting until... I think, Tuesday of next week to reboot my Minecraft server for the big Caves and Cliffs update for the first part. So I've been kind of... I've been watching people play Factorio, and I've been watching people play RimWorld, but I have not actually played anything myself right now. Uh, unfortunately, Elite Dangerous can go fuck itself because, wow, that Odyssey update is absolutely horrible. I've only played it for about 20 minutes and was like, yep, nope, I'm done with this already. And yeah, so... Sadly, I'm doing nothing, man. Are you playing any games? At least, please. You're drinking, and hopefully you've been playing a fucking game because I'm the lame one this time. I'm the one that's like, no, guys, <laughs> I, I don't drink during the week, and uh, uh, I haven't been playing any games because it's Thursday. Normally, I play games Thursday night, but no, here we are. So,
0: all right. Please, yep. Blue. Please save so, me. So, so, so I'm going to save you here. So, um, I got to say... This so uh, and I think you'll agree with this. The, I've said this before. I've said this before in a Discord. I want to thank every last one of the families of the uh, who have family members who served our country and they lost their lives while serving our country. So Monday, I woke up and I went downstairs, made myself some breakfast, and I turned on Lone Survivor. Which is about uh, Marcus Latrell and his his uh, uh, SEAL team. I guess they're a, they're a scouting party when they went in in the Afghan Kush to hunt down this bad Taliban guy whose name invades me now. Uh, and you know it talks about if you've ever heard of Michael Murphy. Uh, if you do CrossFit, you, you've heard of the workout Murph, so you should know who Michael Murphy is. Uh, he he, uh, while they were under fire and they were continuing retreating down the mountain, i.e. rolling off the mountain, uh, they had no uh, radio communications. He had a sat phone. He went out on a cliff and opened territory to make a call in order to call the quick reaction, reaction force to save his men. So I did that. I watched that movie. I did some reflection, some prayer to, you know... You know, thanking all these people who have gave their lives. And then I played Jedi Fallen Order. So I played video games. I did that. I did that Monday. I played, I mean, I smoked a cigar and took a nap at some point in the afternoon. But I played probably about four or five hours of that catching up to, you know, what I was doing. And I, I have to say, I'm having a lot of fun with the game. Um, it's like a Dark Souls-esque game in the sense that you go out there and you're you're fighting enemies and you're trying to get to the next save point and uh, it's like a meditation zone you meditate with the force and you can do upgrades uh and you have choices so you can get to the point and you're good that's your last checkpoint and you can save just by going to it you can upgrade and then there's also a healing and so it'll heal you give you full health and replenish your stems which are a little like health packs that you can you get from your uh from bd1 your robot buddy but if you do that if you do the if you do the healing all of your enemies spawn back and they and they literally like there was one spawn there was one uh meditation point where literally my enemies were surrounding me and so I, uh, you know, like if I, I, I did save once and I had to go back and deal with all of them again, but uh, I like that. And then like your, the, the last enemy that kills you, you can go up to him and you can fight him. Uh, as soon as you land a blow on, on your the last enemy that killed you, you get all of your health back and you get all the XP that you lost because basically when you die, you lose all the XP from your last save point. So if you kill them, they're highlighted, and they're, or not kill them. If you just strike them, you can strike them and run for all for, for, for all intents and purposes. But uh, yeah, it's, it's got that dark soul-esque, you know, quality to it. Because, uh, you know, the bonfires, you know, for those of you who don't know, you go from bonfire to bonfire, that's your safe point. But uh, whoever kills you, they take all of the souls that you have. So if you, uh, if you, you have to kill them to get all your souls back, I, I believe you have to kill them. Never really played the game too much. I just know a little bit about that. So I played that. I had a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. has been a good Star Wars game. Um, I'm very much still in the beginning. I still need to spend more time on this game. I got this Christmas and we're already like six months down the road. And you know, you know me, I haven't been playing enough video games. So I highly suggest if you're a Star Wars fan, look into it. It's been a fun game. I had one friend who absolutely loved it. He's played it multiple times on multiple difficulties, and it's just great. You can focus on different skills, whether it's uh, survival, your health, whether it's force powers, whether it's sword fighting or lightsaber fighting or lightsaber combat, rather. Yeah, lightsaber combat's a better term. Uh, I highly suggest it.
1: You know, I saw you pick up that game when it first came out, and I was like, ooh, I haven't played a Star Wars game in forever because, uh, EA has it, and EA is so trashy. And they're just, they wreck all the Star Wars games. And I watched some gameplay footage. I picked it up, and I played it for a couple hours. It's a really enjoyable game overall, even though it's an EA game. It was really enjoyable. Um... But yeah, I have played a bit of that. I've yet to finish it, though. I need to get off my ass and do that. But so many of the things Minecraft.
0: Yeah. It's the uh, Star Wars Force Unleashed 3 that we all wanted. They all needed. You know, it kind of scratches that itch. I mean, it takes place in a similar timeline, too. I don't remember if you encounter Vader in this. I don't know if I saw that in the teased in the trailers, but I do know you encounter Ah, uh, what are they called? They're essentially they're essentially like the the leaders of the Spanish they're like the cardinals from the Spanish Inquisition. There's force sensitive people who have been twisted by the dark side of the force. They're not you know, they're not Palpatine's yeah. apprentice, but they're Palpatine's minions. And, he, he, and it's cool because these are the, I think they're called sisters or something. I think so. No, because one of them a I don't man. remember.
1: Uh, it was good when I jumped into it. I only got a couple hours into it and I'm not very good with those games. So that couple hours did not take me as far as it should have.
0: Yeah, ditto. Well, let's get into what we were talking about at the very beginning of this show um, Matthew McConaughey. So for those of you who, 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 who know me, I, I stay pretty active in the political world. Um, and, uh, I heard about this and I thought this was funny. I mean, you know, you have, uh, you have, uh, you have Jenner running for governor I mean, you've had Arnold Schwarzenegger be the governor of California. I believe Ronald Reagan was also the governor of California. Uh, For those of you who don't know, Ronald Reagan was a movie star and then eventually became president of the United States. And we had reality TV show host uh, Donald Trump be president of the United States of America. So people from television and movies are no strangers to getting involved in politics. But Matthew McConaughey... Does not come off to me as uh, a governor or a really like a political. He comes off to me as that surfer dude who's like, hey man, how's it going? I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's, life's just really good, man. It's just, it's just so cool. So, so cool. He, you know, he just comes off to me as that guy. Like, I mean, I don't know Matthew McConaughey personally. He won't return my phone calls. Uh, apparently, there's something called a restraining order. I mean, I don't know. Um, I'm kidding. But, uh, so he's thrown his, he's not, he's kind of thrown his name in the ring. Like, yeah, I'm interested in doing this and, you know, and, uh, looking at headlines from political, he's making calls as he weighs running for it. He, so he hasn't publicly, he's publicly said he's running for governor as a consideration. So he's not like full force, full weight into it, you know, it's, and he's doing, he's done the thing where, you know, like you start collecting money, you have to start following the rules as soon as you say like, yeah, I'm running. So I don't live in Texas. I have no idea what the people of Texas think about this, but uh, I don't know. What do you think, Damoc?
1: You think I had that- to look him up to even remember who the fuck he was. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Matthew McConaughey. I know the name, right? I-, I know the name. I just don't know who he actually is. And then I saw a picture and I went, like, oh, that guy? Yeah, I don't think anybody's taking that guy seriously. So, And I don't think he's announced his actual bid to do it. I think he's just talking shit because, you know... Whatever. I mean, Schwarzenegger was governor of California, so... Eh. Maybe yep. McConaughey could do it in Texas. I don't know anything about the guy, other than he was in some pretty shitty movies that I've seen. He, I guess he was in some good movies, too. I actually have to look up his IMDb, because... Yeah.
0: I don't know. Uh, yeah, he was Dallas Buyers Club. Uh, he was a Lincoln lawyer... Uh he did the I think he did the movie Sahara. Uh I don't know if I call that good though. But yeah. I gotta say,
1: I'm looking over this list of movies and um okay, The Wolf of Wall Street is a good movie, but his character was completely forgettable. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, dude, I don't know after that. Like the movie's called Surfer, Comma Dude. Wow. Okay. Um Really, I don't see a lot. Like, I know his name. But yeah. Uh, U571 was a decent-ish movie. I, I could watch that one a couple times, but I had no yep. idea who he was in that. He did Interstellar. I mean, okay. Dazed and Confused, yeah. I know him in that. Uh... Yeah, no, I mean... Okay, so... Fuck you, Jesse Ecrit. Fuck you. Uh, I have seen Magic Mike because Ecrit promised all of us when we were on deployment <laughs> that there's lots of TNA, dude. We were so, like, he's like, no, you don't understand. Like, we know it's about dude strippers, but trust me, there's so many naked girls in it. It's a fucking great, sh- it's a great movie. We're like, all right, cool. Let's watch it. There is not. I don't give a fuck. There is not a lot. There's a lot of ass. It's a lot of man ass. Okay, and a, and a, lot the, a lot of man, a lot of a lot of man tits. <laughs> yeah, but fuck you, Ecrat. We were deployed when you were like, "Yeah, man," we're like, "Fuck yeah, let's watch all that." And then it's a bunch of dudes piled in this little fucking uh, MWR shack watching Magic Mike. Like, what the fuck? The girls never came.
0: Oh, so awful. Uh, here's a few like sports movies. We are Marshall. No, that's that's a
1: good movie, mm-hmm. yeah. and okay, I will give him that one entirely. That's a good movie, flat out. I, I do like We Are Marshall.
0: Yeah, so I, I'd say yeah, he's he's got two movies that I enjoyed. Uh, I enjoyed uh, you five seven one, and I enjoyed, uh, um, uh, We Are Marshall. I, I'm just a i am just I am a sucker for war um family and honor and you know football fill, fills that family uh that family what you would call it uh role but, all right so all right well we'll see what happens if he actually does it but uh in other news uh valve loses steam controller patent infringement case uh, jury trial award uh, four million dollars in damages to Ironbug Inventions for the, so those of you who don't know who Iron Bug Inventions are, Iron Bug Inventions are uh, they are the patent holding company for the brand of scuff Gaming Controllers, so what this, Damok and I were talking about this before the show, It's was like, what patent what the heck did they were holding, what was what did, what did Valve infringe upon um, so so <laughs> Ironbug was awarded in 2014 for a control, for a patent uh, for a controller that has two additional controls located on the back position to be operated by the middle fingers of the user. So basically, bumpers and then your two triggers. Uh, the Steam controller had buttons on its rear in that position. So the, since the Steam controller had that. Uh, they were forced to by the judge to uh give away four million dollars in uh in fines. I scuff or the iron iron bug wanted more money out of them, but the 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 judge said no. Um, what what was one of the things that they had actually said? Uh, 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 first, Valve did not know that its conduct involved an unreasonable risk of infringement, but it simply proceeded to infringe anyway. Um, no, classic David and Goliath story. Goliath does not want, does what Goliath wants to in Iron, but Iron, and this is an argument by Iron Bug's uh, lawyer, uh, as reported by the Video Game Chronicle. So, yeah, um, I'm glad to hear this is the only issue that uh, Valve has gotten into. That whole Apple epic thing that's pulling Valve into. I'm hoping Valve doesn't get pulled in deeper. But if you haven't heard about That's over, man. That's over? That's over.
1: The case ended. We'll get the verdict roughly in August. Awesome. Yeah, dude, a lot of shit came out. Like, a lot of shit came out about how, uh, you know, Epic has been gunning for Apple for a really long time, how Apple is, surprise, 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 one of the shittiest companies in the whole world. But, you know, everybody kind of knew that, and if you didn't, you're, you're pretty fucking stupid, honestly. Like, sorry. You can buy their products, and you can enjoy their products, and you can enjoy their ecosystem if you want to, but they've been scamming you over and over and over again. Not to say that, you know, a lot of other companies, <laughs> Google and uh, <laughs> Amazon, don't do that as well, but, yeah. This was just in reference to video games in general. And, you know what? Fuck Epic, up epic, stupid fucking ass, and I wouldn't let Tim Sweeney suck my dick. So, yeah, <laughs> don't give a fuck about all them either. Uh, it's just one of those interesting things. A lot of stuff came to light, but I'm sure we will cover that in great detail, probably closer to the results of the trial.
0: Oh, yeah. Because we, I think we've talked. We've probably spent one or two episodes actually talking about that. Actually, no, I know we've spent two episodes talking about that. Uh, we did the initial announcement, and then we did an update. Whether it was like a couple weeks ago, last month, I'll go with last month. Yes, if it was on
1: a weekend, I was probably drinking and don't remember.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah. Um. Uh, Okay, Blue. I'm getting really upset, man. You said it's City Gate peanut butter and all, and like I cannot find it at the ABC stores where I'm at because, of course, we have ABC stores. This fucking state is stupid. I want to go back to California. I no, I don't want to go back to California. I don't want to go back to California. I miss the weather. I miss the beaches. I miss the craziness that is California. But I do not miss living in. Just total shithole entirely overall. I like visiting though. However, what I do miss is being able to buy liquor 24 hours a day at any fucking gas station, any little liquor store and not result to ABC state sponsored liquor stores. I cannot find your city gate here. So we need to negotiate you sending me a bottle.
0: Yeah, I I guess we should. uh, We should do something of that sort um yeah we'll talk we'll talk about this uh yeah because the only thing that they, they actually sell on their shop which you know surprise surprise you know you, you can't really sell this stuff is uh their uh cocktail mixers <laughs> that's about it which i heard is i heard i actually i don't remember if i, I think i did try this one is a uh, passion fruit sour So, But it's a non-alcoholic mixer, so, you know, of course, of course they can sell that. But, you know. So, if you
1: were going to drink a different peanut butter whiskey, because I've been on the hunt for this, if you were going to pick a second one to drink, would it be
0: screwball? Okay. It'd be screwball. That's, Mm. I have not tried a lot. Um, I've heard that certain ones are kind of meh, they're not that great, they're... I'm trying to think who it is. Sheepdog, I haven't heard great things about. Scatterbrain, I haven't heard great things about. Um, But Screwball, Screwball is right there. And that's S-K-R-E-W, Ball. Oh, I
1: found it right away. That wasn't hard. (laughs) You look up peanut butter whiskeys and there's a handful of them.
0: Yeah, apparently Jameson's got a cold... What's this? Is this actually Jameson Cold Brew? No, that's coffee. That's not even even close. What the hell? How do you get coffee from peanut butter whiskey?
1: You know, I I already stopped. I was just like, okay. I think Screwball, from what I've been seeing, is rated among the top tier. So I'll probably just pick up a bottle of that tomorrow and give it a try.
0: Pick pick up a bottle of that and then also pick a bottle of raspberry liqueur, Chambord, whatever, um, and mix the two together. And there you go. You have a peanut butter and jelly shot. Oh,
1: no, no, no. I can't do that,
0: dude. I love (laughs) peanut butter and jelly.
1: (laughs) I don't need alcohol poisoning. I
0: know, right? It's, It's really good, too. All right. Uh so moving away from uh, alcohol poisoning as a temptation onto other distracting things or is this really distracting can this be distracting is this dangerous i don't know this sounds dangerous to me democ amd confirms it's powering a gaming rig inside tesla's model s and model x um what we're we're gaming- putting video game consoles inside automobiles now
1: the car yeah. Yeah, where you been, man? This the was car- announced months ago and it's done. They've been playing video games in their car. Uh
0: I don't know. This uh the driver or the passenger cuz I've heard I've heard things about these cars not like in a construction zone not the best at delineating those lines. Not the, you know this the they they put the I don't know what the heck it's called. Uh, cause I don't do roadway folks. I do bridges. Um, and, and to be more specific, I do railroad bridges. I, I spent maybe like a year, a year and a half in highway, but I still did not deal with pavement markings. And I've heard that the pavement markings, what they, the temporary covers or whatever they do for covering up the lines. When they do lane shifts during construction, this vehicle has a hard time delineating what's Defined construction lane and what's not, and if the pavement markings are faded. So you're oh, telling on. me?
1: No. To be fair,
0: right? To be fair, to be fair, people
1: have a hard time in construction zones and taking on the fucking lines themselves. I've watched several people do some really stupid shit. So to say AI is going to struggle with it, okay? I uh-uh. You're not supposed to, when you come to a construction zone, you're supposed to turn AI off and drive your vehicle properly to make sure with two hands on the fucking steering wheel. And I do believe, and I could be very wrong, but I do believe that's the law. I thought they were supposed to disable autopilot and a couple of things in certain instances in certain states and blah, 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 everybody's fighting over this shit, but Tesla's not the only one doing it, everybody's testing these autopilot systems now, everybody, like all the big car manufacturers are all looking at electric vehicles and their own autopilot systems, I think what the big news a couple weeks ago was Apple's reveal of, of course it's fucking Apple again, but Apple's reveal of their big uh, automated electric car and all of that, and I don't think they put one out in production yet but they've been doing a lot of testing with them I'm okay with them I still think that they save more lives than they cost with the autopilot so fuck it dude let me play the Witcher 3 with that 10 teraflop fucking system (laughs) and I'll be good to go because you know what? All these fucking Tesla cars are probably going to link up to Starlink and Starlink's going to have that fast ass satellite internet and it'd be fucking amazing. And then you'd be like, yeah, I have my Starlink connection. I you know. I play video games in my Tesla on my fucking drive to work. Oh, yeah. I purposely drive, uh, six and a half hours to work so that I can get my gaming <laughs> sessions in every day and six and a half hours home. You know, I don't do a lot of uh, anything else, but I eat in the car. I sleep in the car. I, uh, I'm really kind of good to go. I just, I like to move.
0: Uh, I mean, it's cool. Uh, I I heard a guy uh, once tell me about his Subaru and had like lane assist. And he's like, yeah, I've I've literally sat there and I read a book while I'm driving. I'm just like, you are insane. But I've also heard that the, the, the Google car is gotten into accidents. And it's only gotten into accidents when the humans taken over. Otherwise, the Google car has never hit anyone while the autonomous um, computer is operating the vehicle. As soon as the human takes over, that's when the car's gotten its accident. And the human's probably taken over when it's gotten into, like, screwy situations. And, I mean, I don't know if they've solved they have the whole... They lots of
1: crazy ones.
0: I don't know if Tesla solved the whole... If you're going around a blinding curve, going in the speed limit and an old lady and a baby are are in the road, do you hit the baby or do you hit the old lady? Uh, You plow them both down and you get 50 points. (laughs) You're going to have to do Tokyo Drift then if you're going to do both because they're like staggered. Like one's ahead one's behind. Uh, But you you can't you hit the
1: baby, dude. I mean, that's honestly the fucking truth. You hit the baby. You try and slam on the brakes, but you aim for the baby, right? The baby has soft tissue and soft bone. Hopefully, it will fucking bounce back and recover with minimal fucking damage. The old lady is going to shatter into dust.
0: That's an interesting twist I've never I've never actually uh uh never considered that. But how do you feel Okay, so here so here's the thing. So uh, $80,000 for a gaming console. How do you, how do you feel about $80,000 for a 10 teraflop ter- ter- g- flop gaming console that takes you from point A to point B? <laughs> look, 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 so
1: $80,000 gaming console that is not just a gaming console. Right now, I, I don't believe that autopilot works in cities. It only really works on the highway right now. Um, or at least it's only enabled for the highway. It wasn't supposed to be enabled for cities and stuff like that, so it doesn't actually do traffic yet. I think that's all their experimental stuff. Um, dude. Eight, okay, $8,000 is a lot of money for the car. However, if they started equipping them in the Model 3s in the thirty-eight dollars to $40,000 range, well then, yeah. Why not? I'll pay $40,000 for the gaming console that... I don't have to, I could. I go up into a shitty fucking spot in traffic, man, because I live in the DC type area and the DC area is so fucking horrible with traffic that it's only 26 miles and takes me an hour and a half. That's 26 miles on the road, not 26 miles in a straight line, right? It's only 26 miles. It takes me an hour and a half to get to work. All right, it takes me three to four hours going home sometimes because accidents. People are idiots. Everybody's on the fucking road. If I could get in a Tesla at the end of the day, get onto the freeway because I'll, I'll drive. I'll drive this stuff to get onto the freeway. Get on the freeway, hit autopilot, then pop up a fucking controller and sit there and play a video game and relax and maybe even take a fucking nap. I know I'm not supposed to take a nap, but maybe even take a fucking nap. <laughs> Are you kidding me, man? That is so fucking worth it. Shit. I wish I could afford an $80,000 car, but that is definitely not in the budget, man. Like Well, I could I could do it, but I want to be happy with the car. 80 grand is way too much. I need to make like 3 times what I'm making.
0: I mean, if you ask me, 80 grand for, for this level of a sports car, like, if you were going to judge a sports car based off of how fast it gets off the line, how efficient it is with its fuel source, I'd have to say $80,000 is pretty good. Because, I mean, you think about a Mustang. Like, a Mustang can't compete with this. Like, I think with a McLaren like the 8 cylinder or 8 or 10 12 cylinder whatever mclaren is like the fastest gasoline powered vehicle from 0 to 60 but this guy the electric engine i don't know what does it take like a second like let's, let's look at this uh Mollus plane uh 0 to 60 You've seen all the under the 2 seconds. Charts. Under 2 seconds. Okay, so let's, let's see. Let's go with the uh, McLaren. Uh 720s. 2.8 no. seconds.
1: Okay, so you you're trying to compare the McLaren. Don't worry about the McLaren. The fast car is the Bugatti Chirin? Chiron, Chiron. What the fuck okay. it is. So there's an actual test done by the high-end Tesla Roadster, Roadster, sorry, that costs $200,000 and the Bugatti, it's a $3 million car. 0 to 60, Tesla 1.9 seconds, Bugatti 2.4 seconds. 1/4, oh. you know, quarter of yeah. a mile, Tesla 8.8 seconds, Bugatti 9.8 seconds. 0 to 100, Tesla 4.2, Bugatti 5 seconds. You know not shabby they're both up yeah. there but, but the
0: bugatti yes. is so bugatti siren uh imsrp is, is three million <laughs> oh yeah so so for something that goes really fast in a really short amount of time yeah for eighty thousand dollars isn't too do bad I'd, I, I'd pay $80,000 if uh, if I was like, yeah, I want a really fast sports car. Eh, Model S Plaid.
1: Yeah, so. dude. I mean, that was you know. <laughs> it, 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 it's very interesting. The Tesla is if you haven't been in one um, don't unless you have big pockets because they're if you're buying a new car and you really have a good like <laughs> you've saved up 20 or 30 grand so that you can drop that on the down payment to make it you know a more affordable car uh, and everything that Tesla the way it handles the way it drives it it's instant power it's instant everything it will ruin the way you drive cars, if you don't pay attention, but I want one really, really, really bad. Uh, I just, I don't want the low end version. I don't know. I want the big, you know, 80 to $120,000 car, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I need a house first.
0: I want to buy the whole
1: house. After the house, I'll get a Tesla.
0: Well, I mean, the model S isn't bad. Our, uh, sorry not the model that's the the model three uh zero to 16 3.1 seconds uh uh, top speed of 162 miles per hour all-wheel drive seats four uh so you can model three is fully electric
1: Oh, yeah. No, I mean, so Tesla kind of lied to people for a little bit there. They did and they didn't at the same time. They said, hey, we are releasing this Model 3. It's a $40,000 Tesla. And everybody went, oh, fuck yes, because Elon was all over. Hey, we're going to make an affordable electric car. And you know what? If we're being completely, (laughs) to be fair, (laughs) to be fair, to be fair uh, forty thousand dollars is a, a an affordable car for what you're getting and everything it's you know it could be out of the price range for a lot of people but it's a step in the right direction however when the models when the model three is launched, they were not $40,000, they were eighty to to $100,000, just as much as getting one of the high-end roadsters, because they were only catering to the first-party sellers, and those people were getting every bell and whistle with it, because they were the people that already had a bunch of fucking money and their other Teslas. Now you can get a uh, Model 3 in the, I think it was still 60000 the last time I checked No, it's been two years, because shit, COVID took a whole year away from us. But yeah, I think it's been like two years, and... I haven't found a Model 3 below 60000 because everybody just... I mean, Tesla's the only one selling them, but they upsell every aspect. Oh, we equipped this one with this. Oh, you can buy one off the website and get it, but... Then I gotta pay shipping and blah, 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 "Eh, whatever. It's interesting. I want one. I'm gonna keep wanting one. And for the price, yeah, I just... I have to make adapters on the house and all that. I want to get a fucking supercharger station at the house as well
0: because, yeah. Oh, sorry, I'll talk about Teslas all fucking nightmare. <laughs> well, you know, it's cool that you can drive this vehicle and you can play video games, but you know what really scares me is when this technology goes too far and we end up in a world like Horizon Zero Dawn or coming up in later this year, Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. So, I know we talked about this earlier. Your girlfriend plays uh, the Horizon Zero Dawn game. I don't own a PlayStation, so I've only watched uh, Little Gamers Playground. uh, Their contemplation video for Horizon Zero Dawn. But I remember when I first saw Horizon Zero Dawn, like, uh, teased. I was like, wow, this looks pretty. This looks really cool. It's an interesting concept. It's kind of like uh, I don't know, they they refer to it as a post-apocalyptic Western. Uh, uh, United, uh, it's an open-world post-apocalyptic that takes place in the United States. Uh, this little Western United States. They reference different major cities, but for those of you who don't know, the world's basically come to an end. Machines are to blame and machines have created other machines that look like animals and then they roam the world and people, the surviving people have been pulled back into a very primitive state of bows and arrows, scrounging for certain materials. They have some technology, but not a lot. Uh, Some of them kind of worship some of the technology. One of them, uh, uh, forget her name, shoot. I don't remember her name now. Uh, The main character lives in a village where I think the the original uh, mother computer or whatever uh, is pretty much housed in a vault, and the elders consult it. um, But they don't tell the people that they consult it. And uh, this girl is uh, supposedly a descendant clone of... The woman who created this and they were all trying to save the planet and something and then things went horribly wrong and machines ended up killing hum- the majority of the human race so it's kind of interesting you you have the ability to tame some of these machines you can fight them like animals and you know they have the challenges but something new in this Horizon Forbidden Forest is they uh, I think they're using the new Unreal Engine with this one but I saw the preview for it and it's beautiful oh it is the colors the graphics it's its such a beautiful looking game Uh, she, there's one scene where she goes underwater and you just see all of these beautiful vivid colors and it was just so gorgeous ah made me jealous um but it's uh this one, you know, they you're instead of you being the only one who can tame these creatures, uh, apparently now your enemies have figured out a way to tame these these uh, roving beasts machines. But uh, I'd have to say, if it's anything like the first one, I think it's promising. Uh, sequels have a hard time living up to uh, living up to the originals. But uh, I think it's going to be a really cool game. I think it's gonna. I think it's got a good baseline story. at The end of one, uh, from what I remember, I think that actually. When did the uh, the original? I think one came out in like 2014. No, 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 no. It didn't come out in 2014. It came out 2017. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Selkie plays it on the PlayStation 5 and she was really enjoying it and then (laughs) Resident Evil Village came out and she really wanted to play that. So she's been playing a lot of Resident Evil Village, Uh, but she plans to go back to zero dawn i believe the big thing with zero dawn was it was free on playstation plus and so she waited for it to come to playstation plus started playing it and then bam resident evil came out so she's been playing that and i think once she finishes it she'll probably go back because i think she was really really enjoying the game i honestly have seen some gameplay footage of it i've seen it a little bit in the living room when she was playing with it and it looks gorgeous. Don't get me wrong, but I have no idea what
0: the story or anything is about <laughs> at all whatsoever. Well, I, I could spoil it for you, but um, basically, someone creates a computer system, and um, Zero Dawn is—it's like an outcome. It's a—it's like a scenario that they programmed for and predicted because you know you know crap's going to heck in a handbasket over you know in the in the past and so you know they they do this thing and uh, uh there's a, a one computer system which is funny they use hades is what it's called and then there's gaia so I, that's a mixture of mythologies I've ever heard one but yeah you're basically trying to stop Hades from doing what it wants to do so yeah it's uh, the Nora tribe Um, uh, they have different tribes Uh, Al Aloy is her name but uh, you look very similar to um, the I think her name is Sobek if I remember correctly, you look very eerily similar to her. Like you could bleed your clone. You can't be your daughter because, you know, that's several, several years into the future from her death to your your uh, your life. Yeah. I'm excited to see what it turns into. I'm always a sucker for story, so while I won't get to play it, I'll at least get to see it and enjoy it
1: that's been my week man watching people play some games just kind of like okay watching some room world cuts like okay i really like watching decoherent um and then i've been watching people play a lot of other games like Splattercat. uh i watch his indie shit and that's about it man just waiting for this minecraft to drop and working sadly (laughs) but there are so many other things nvidia says fuck you to gamers (laughs)
0: yeah but uh so so tell me this uh this cave stuff like have you done the minecraft were you like a fan of the uh what's it called ben ten robot or alien she has this little wristwatch thing allows them to turn into different aliens
1: I oh. know the cartoon you're referring to or the anime i know what you're referring
0: to i never watched it yeah never saw it It's a a mod that they added in for Minecraft. Okay. So you relive the story, essentially, fighting off the baddies, collecting the different aliens. I was just curious if you got into that. Um, No, I mean,
1: wow, there is so much with Minecraft. There are so many different things, and that mod community is so amazing and it's just wow and some of these servers and a lot of these servers are free servers you just hop on you have fun and there's all kinds of craziness that goes on with them Um, but no I play slightly tweaked vanilla Minecraft I prefer that overall
0: okay so what's it this, uh, this, this upcoming update so what are in summary what is it and what are you most looking forward to about this this, uh, this soon-to-be-released update for Minecraft? The
1: Caves and Cliffs update is their next big 1.17 release. Um, you know, they have every six months or every year or so, they have a big release. And this one is going to feature exactly what it says, caves and cliffs. So there's new ore, there's new blocks, there's... whole bunch of new shit to discover and play with the interesting part was that the update is too much for them to launch as one big update so now it's caves and cliffs part one and caves and cliffs part two and part two will come at the end of this year um, but part one is coming on the 8th basically it's just a major official update for minecraft that's going to add a whole bunch of new blocks to play with and some new features and mechanics and everything like that uh, my biggest thing i just want to play with new blocks <laughs> i i know they had the big nether update And it was like, wow, the Nether's really cool. Well, guess what? The Nether still fucking sucks. No one actually wants to live in the Nether. It's really cool to grab some of that shit from the Nether and bring it out of the Nether, uh, you know, back into the overworld, and you can really have some fun with that stuff there. But, yeah, trying to actually stay in the Nether was not as enjoyable as everybody thought it was going to be.
0: I mean, I don't know too much about the Nether, but it's a bad place where bad things happen. And you're, you're telling me people aren't excited about living there? Like, wow. What, what a revelation. This is, this is amazing. I mean, I don't know what the developers, you know, I, I, I can't believe the developers, you know, just couldn't see this coming that no one wants to live in the nether. <laughs> I know I'm being an ass. <laughs> I'm just leaving it alone, man. Leaving it alone. Uh, that's cool. Um, I haven't spent a lot of time in Minecraft. Uh, it's uh, to I know some people they love it. They just go down there, and just like ding, 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 clink. ding, 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 ding. Oh, a new axe. Ding, 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 ding. Ah, spiders. You know. Oh man, you know if you
1: grew up playing with Legos then mine- and you really, really enjoyed Legos, then Minecraft, when it came out, it was almost like an adult Lego set. Now, holy crap, dude, it is... Lego actually has partnered with Minecraft and you can buy Minecraft Legos because, of course you can. It makes total and absolute yep. sense. It really does. Um, yeah, I don't know. The kids are... They're still into Minecraft. Hell, I know adults that are 20 years older than me. Some of them that are super into Minecraft. I'm like, wow, really, guys? Like, uh, I thought it was cool, but I kind of felt a little nerdy because, you know, I'm really, you know, I'm almost 40 and I'm really enjoying Minecraft. And they're like, no, man, we've been playing Minecraft since it came out and we still, we have this server and this server and this server. And I was like, you're playing multiple servers? And like, oh, yeah, because we're doing different things. And I was like, okay, cool, so I don't feel bad about renting a server. (laughs) Like, yeah, but I play more vanilla-ish with some what I consider quality-of-life tweaks and vein mining because that just makes life easier overall. You know, I let the kids play on it, and the kids aren't so cooperative with what I would like them to be doing, so I just go way off on my own, and I have to get all my resources myself while they... Burn villages to the ground and it's yeah man it's giving me
0: flashbacks it's bad (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's i loved legos legos were a lot of fun um i enjoyed them Uh, just video games to me i love stories and that's why i'm not a huge i guess that's why minecraft never really hooked me because i always wanted stories and just like making every little thing is eh, it's not that fun to me Especially, I mean, what was nice about Legos is I had the ones from my cousin. Then there were hand-me-downs, and I had my my sets, and combined them together. I just dig around, dig around, dig around, dig around, and made things. Um, What I would like to have finished, but I never did, was uh, what's it called? Lego Island. It's a PC game. Uh, you played a pizza delivery dude who delivers a hot pizza to some criminal and he melts the bars and he escapes and you're supposed to track him down and there's like adventures throughout the, the town. I never got very far in the game. I'd have to say as a kid, I have had a very hard time with finishing video games mostly because I was a kid and I I was easily stumped by um, by these games. So Lego Island is a themed action adventure game developed and published by Mindscape. It was released on Microsoft Windows on September 26, 1997. It was the first Lego video game outside of Japan. So, although you people who played Lego Star Wars, Lego Indiana Jones, all this stuff, well, this is the very first Lego game I ever played was Lego Island. And I'm probably going to go... Back later and I'm going to literally sit down and watch a YouTube video of someone talking about Lego Island sometime this week
1: but. yeah there's a couple games that I do that for like oh man I love that game and then I try to get back into it like oh the uh, the controls for Resident Evil 4 are so awful. How oh, did no. I ever play this game? And I love that game. It's the only Resident Evil game that I've ever finished. Because I went like, this game is so good. But I played it on GameCube. And I guess at the time, tank controls weren't so bad on the GameCube. And I just, I tried to play it again. Like, oh man, yeah, I really love this. Oh, wow. No, no. No, I, I don't love it now. <laughs> I would rather. I, I bought the damn game, not even on sale. I bought it for the full price. I think it was only like thirty bucks to begin with. But I bought it, and then I sat and watched a YouTuber play from start to finish, and went, "Yeah, I would have done things differently." But ah, no, it's okay. I can't do with the controls enough to play it myself.
0: For me, it's Descent. You you got that for me? I've literally played like twenty minutes of it. The controls. With a mouse and keyboard are just, ah, they're horrible. They're horrible. And I can't get it to work with the controller for some flipping reason. I think it's like I played this with a joystick and maybe a keyboard. I don't remember exactly. We might have just done the joystick. We might have had the joystick and the keyboard, but it was so much easier. Because I, I think it was literally like, yeah, it was the arrow keys. I think where it was like movement back, forward, left, right. And then the joystick was the 360 vomit comet, you know, looking and everything firing. Oh gosh, darn it! I just, yeah, controls. It's like uh, uh, someone once told me when we got into this. They says uh, people can forgive bad video, but they can't for they can't forgive bad audio. So you know, that's why we. I have the Yeti microphone. That's why I try. That's why I have it on the stand. That's why you know we do what we do you know to make good quality audio but like when you have really crappy controls it just kills the nostalgia like maybe maybe at the time we were more motivated to do these things to play Resident Evil 4 and to play Descent with the crappy controls because that's all we knew but now that we know that there are better controls there's better ways of doing it for snobs but seeing how I'm a snob and you're a snob. We should tell the world where where they can find snobs such as ourselves, Damoc. Uh, I exclusively
1: troll the GNA podcast, so you always find me in there talking shit. Although I need more people to talk shit to because uh my rank is not going up fast enough to reach ultimate shit talker.
0: Yes, and uh, you gotta you gotta try to reclaim that title that you earned last year. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, BlueShark45. You can find me on Twitter at BlueShark45. You can also find me on the GNA Discord as BlueShark45. And, uh, I mean, I'm here and there, mines, par- parlor. Uh, you probably won't find me anywhere else except for those places. I like to talk in the GNA Discord every now and then. I sometimes just throw ninja bombs like, uh, I think Battle Cats or something like that that I threw for Mock earlier this week and then I just literally just disappeared right after that so I'm, I'm known for doing that but you can always find me right here on the show except for every other week um, when uh, Cecil's here and I'm not because, uh, well, let's let's face it, ladies and gentlemen the rumors have started there, there may be a problem between Cecil and I we can't be in the same room anymore or digital room, whatever drama Uh, and uh, if you'd like to learn more about the GNA podcast, you can go to our website, which uh, is where, where's that website again, Damoc?
1: i am not even sure anymore.com. I think it's GNApodcast.com. It may be net. It might be Blue net. You know, yeah, it's one of those somewhere in there. But yeah, sorry. Right, good luck. Just, just fucking Google it. Just Damoc the dickwad, and something will get <laughs> you there.
0: Well, thank you very much for joining me tonight, Damoc. Oh man, thanks for having me. And you all have a lovely evening. Oh, you take care. Cecil's
1: gonna kill me, dude. <laughs> I didn't change audacity to 4800. It's at 44. Oh, it's you. And yeah. I'm sober! And I'm sober! And I'm like, fuck! Dude. <laughs> it's like, I was like, hold on, they're gonna go and get these drinks and come back and it's a big night and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Alright
1: guys, I'm here. Guys? Hello? Guys? Oh man!